Snake versus eagle, cat versus rat, cow versus grass. Historical head-to-heads, but tonight we truly have a matchup for the ages. It's Cobra versus Panther in a battle for beer supremacy. Stick with us to find out who conquers our taste buds and who chestnuts our sticky buds. Welcome, fight fans, to the Lager Logs Points of View with Tom and Stu. I'm Tom, he's Stu. Say hello, Stu. Hiya. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, I, I shouldn't have told you that connection. <laughs> Cobra, Panther, that's a kung fu film. What I knew you'd run with that do? ball. The ball has fully been ran with uh, and a touchdown has been made. I feel, personally, don't toot my own horn, but, uh, you know, I would say so. Yes, season two is in full swing. The motion is back in our ocean and the spring back in our step. We're walking on sunshine and jogging on sleep. That's that's dangerous. I wouldn't recommend it. Don't mess with partially fused snowflakes. Entitled conjoined twins are a, a vicious bunch. Stu, how are you, buddy? I'm not bad. I've, I've been do. slightly uh, congested this week, so like yeah. a little bit of a head cold yeah so first half of that week was just sort of a blur okay just popping paracetamol ibuprofen okay. washing it down with a little beer and hoping for the best you uh, sounds like tonight to be honest you're hoping for a little blur this evening what <laughs> <laughs> do you like oasis moving on thanks everyone for tuning in last week <laughs> we had an absolute blast as i said season two is in uh motion we've got some new merch coming Yep, hear it and weep, much like Lou Reed's Metal Machine music. Uh, we've got a bunch of stuff we'll be giving away in a raffle or something, Shoe. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe. I don't we'll know. see. Hey, Just Tom. See what happens at the uh, the Logger Logs uh, seasonal fair. You all right, mate? <laughs> I don't think so. I just... Uh... I just... I know you're you're knee deep in your script, but I just you asked me how I was, and I thought I've been a right prick. I never asked him. Like Tom, how are you? Now how are you realized. doing, pal? Now I'm 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 beautiful. I wonder why you've been a stroppy cunt. <laughs> Did you get stropped from that? Is that strop? Uh... I'm just powering through those paragraphs. Don't give me a chance to interrupt. Christ, sharing too much, you honestly. It's just this glimpse, you know, behind the scenes is a, it's a ah, bit it's too all, uh, in depth. Oh, um, first minutes this podcast is unbearable because both of these cunts are sober. <laughs> <laughs> I think you speak for the masses when you say that, Stu. Uh, yeah, we've got some stuff going on. We've got another very um special episode in the alpha stages of planning with um, well. Much like our last preseason special, would be uh, a bit of a unique, bit of a different episode, mixing it up a little bit, involving possibly a very special guest. Cue so, the he... talk. <gasps> said too much, revealed far too much. So yeah, um, follow us on social media at the Lager Logs to stay up to date. Um, let's get into it. Uh, okay. As I hinted earlier, a very interesting matchup tonight. Um, Thanks, Lou. Pre- yeah, pretty well. Pretty certain we've we've spoken passing about both these brewskis before on the show, but we're giving yeah. them the full spotlight treatment this evening. Um, but you know, yeah, as as you mentioned, we uh, follow what the wheel says. This is a this is a communist <laughs> <laughs> podcast, okay? And you know, we follow. We do not Trust lead. Trust the wheel. Trust the wheel. The wheel is good. 
<laughs> so the wheel hooked us up. Uh, well, we we chose um, these specific beers from what the uh, what the wheel gave us, uh, and that is Cobra World Beer and Hatherwood's One Eyed One Horned Flying Purple Panther Porter. Uh, are you familiar with the beers tonight, Stu? I'm, I'm certain we've discussed the Hatherwood range a few times now on the show. Yes, uh, that's yeah. it. You you always eye them up when you're in uh, Littles because there's the, their own brand of of funk. They've it kind is. of Taking yeah. a spin at each different uh, sort of beer, so yeah, when instantly when they thought porter, that kind of was that right. I know where I could find a porter. Yep. And it turns out that very little other fucking porters kicking about, so yeah, we just have to yeah, rely on the panther. Yeah, I mean we'll get a bit more into it um, later, but yeah, they've got a good range and uh, a very interesting kind of uh, a range as well. So, yeah, uh, I think we should just crack into the... I, I was, I was going to mention as well, unfortunately, I found out today that the uh, the Hazard range is actually cheaper in England than it is in Scotland. So, sorry, dude. What? I mean, I hate to break it to you. That but I think you're... Uh, pound nine over here. Jesus. Sturgeon. I misplaced... <laughs> I misplaced my uh, receipt, but yeah, I was uh, certain it was just over a pound um, still. So sorry, man, but them's are the breaks. Uh, so I think first beer, let's dive into the uh, the Cobra, shall we? Um, which was always kind of billed as a premium beer, but it's now billed as a, as a world beer. Um, and this is one I've had a few times in the past, always best paired with a Vindaloo, a Few mm. poppadoms in that film involving telephone operators falling into nettle bushes. Um, oh yeah, stingy ring. Uh, <laughs> let's let <laughs> let's crack. <laughs> let's crack these bad boys open. I'm gasping. Did you get the uh, you get the big boy as well again? Well, look yes. at Jesus. Doubled like it an, up. an artillery shell. Yeah, he's a thick boy, isn't he? Um, let's do it, man. So, I think uh, it's technically an American uh, pale lager. It's a bit should be um, a bit fizzier and less flavoursome than, say, your international pale lager, and a lot less complex than your average pilsner. Um, right. But will it hit the spot? Uh, who knows? You're going to have to wait at least. You know, five seconds to uh, to hear what we think. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Hmm. That's all right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's it hits the spot in terms of um, it's a bit of a thirst quencher. Yeah, Not a lot. Like- flavor to it though i would would say yeah i was like ah that's that's a cold beer Mm. but it it doesn't kind of have a yeah Mm. okay well let's let's uh let's fill the good people in with a bit of backstory while we uh while we enjoy it Mm -hmm. so as as we mentioned here we have cobra beer once if i do believe a five percent lager now shaved down to a a slightly weaker 4.5 percent uh, it's billed as premium or world beer, but as I say, it fits more comfortably into the American pale lager, pale lager category in terms mm-hmm. of its taste. Very interesting backstory. Do you know this one, Stu? No. 
it's uh, well, I'll, I'll fill you in, buddy. It's uh, it's a bit of a mixed breed kind of brewski. It's brewed in both the UK and India, right. and the beer was founded in 1989 when its creator Karen Billamoria wanted to produce a beer that had the refreshment of a lager with the smoothness of an ale to complement different types of cuisine. Uh, interesting bit of trivia: it was actually going to be released under the name Panther, but was changed to its current title before uh, release. Yeah. So a bit of a bit of a fact I for you. Is that real or is that just bullshit? Did it did it sound a bit bullshit? I need to work on that. Honestly. It was just too on the nose. So there we We're already dealing with a panther tonight. <laughs> you mean this could have been panther, panther? Could have been panther versus panther, double panther. Oh, uh, it's a Shaw Brothers film. There. Uh, there is uh there's a king cobra variant which is the pilsner version which is um double fermented at 5.2 percent which sounds interesting and cobra zero which is apparently pretty popular amongst the alcohol free beer community they've uh, they just released um i say just things about last four years or so their own ipa malabar Which uh, I'm quite intrigued to uh, to have a go on. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's about it for for Cobra. Awesome. That's a bit of history for you. Let's, if we yeah. can, dive into last beer's watch. Stew. I mean, I know Hello. you've been a bit ill this week, but you did mm-hmm. mention there was some uh, there was some beer drinking. What have you been tucking into this man? This yeah. week, man. Uh, I've I've only sampled two beers, but. Again, it's just working my way through my Stuart Bruin uh, box. So I tried their Golden Ale. Oh, okay. Yep, uh, titled Edinburgh Gold. Mmm. And that was actually just quite a nice, um, crisp ale. Mm. Mm. It just had a nice kind of bitter punch to it. But, you know, just lying on the couch watching what the fuck were they watching just random films on i think amazon but it was just kind of nice little beer just to take the edge off perfect i mean most people you know drink lucas a but i think beer is the way forward definitely <laughs> <laughs> how does it rank in your because uh, you've been sampling a lot of them recently from Stuart's yeah. Brewing. where does it kind of uh um, your ranking it's it's not half bad like if I if I was really in the mood for a golden ale, I would mm. pro- probably grab that again because I think the other ones I've had have been two different IPAs. There's their session IPA and that Belgian IPA. So uh, yeah. the golden ale is a different class altogether. Mm. But I did try one other uh, little tin called a uh, Radical Road, mm. which uh, is their American triple hot IPA. Mm. It's like I need a, a Venn a Venn diagram for how <laughs> overcomplicated this stuff is getting. <laughs> this um radical road uh, clocks in it like six point four percent. Okay. So, so I would I would think it would be maybe like a little bit stronger. Yeah, and as I did I'd average IPA. Definitely not. Got a, like a, a wee buzz off of it. Oh, okay. So, and it's, it's definitely like your proper IPA in the sense of... The strength's kind of there. Crack the tin open, get that fruity smell, like the mm. grapefruit, uh, fruit, and then just have a nice drink, and it's just kind of refreshing, punchy, it's got the nice fruity aftertaste. 
yeah, it was like one of these ones where I, it, it's a small, like, 330ml uh, tin, so, like, I could have just sunk it in two big swigs, but just really just kind of swished it about in my little beer hawk tumbler and just, just tried to savour it. You're not supposed to gargle it. You do you do know that they produce uh, liquids to gargle with. You don't have to do it with, with beer. So I, I normally do that with water in the mornings when brushing my teeth. So you mean I could use beer there as well? I'm, I'm saying that you're probably going to run out of beer quite quickly, to be to be honest with you. I mean, you're going to be doing showering oh, it next. I'm hearing less water, more beer. That's exactly okay. what I'm saying. Yes. I, I'm taking notes. I'm glad you listened to me. Um... <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. So was that it for the, uh, for the yes, week? Yes, that was, that was my journey in beer. I, I still eye up that uh, bottle of McEwen's uh, Champion. Yeah, I've man. got in the fridge. I really need to to tackle that bull. But hey, actually, actually, I think last Saturday, uh, the day after recording our episodes last week, yeah, I, I did try the King Goblin. Oh, awesome! Imperial Ruby Ale. Yeah, it's the uh, oh, the stronger, yeah, the stronger variant of uh, right. of Hobgoblin. What do you think, dude? It wasn't half bad. Quite yeah. enjoyed it. Very Definitely similar to Champion in terms of strong, taste. Strong, better, um, but it did kind of have that, um, would you say, like a syrupy sweetness? Yeah. At the very end, like, yeah. definitely didn't have a bitter aftertaste, but it was definitely strong. Yeah, I get I get the same. I, I mean, I, I, think it's, I think it's fantastic, yeah, because I, I like Hobby, um, and I think you get the same kind of flavours. I don't think anything's lost in terms of flavour with the with the King Goblin. It's just mm-hmm. kind of Hobgoblin, but with a lot more of a of a punch to it. I yeah. think very similar kind of tasting drinks, just yeah, a little bit stronger. Awesome, dude. Glad you glad you like that one. Um, yeah. yeah, but if you are struggling to sleep, I think yeah, either either <laughs> either that one we mentioned or the uh, or the champion definitely yes. help you out uh, <laughs> if you're a bit ill and, and struggling to hit the deck um awesome man good week uh yeah i think just uh just another couple on my end almost disturbingly sensible um your brown curves are jamaican me horny that's right had a much yeah you talking about you uh <laughs> had a much overdue blast on red stripe um, all right another American style kind of pale lager originally brewed in Kingston Town. This was um always in my youth kind of the the Paps Blue Ribbon of the UK, you know, the hipsters yeah. kind of go to beer. Like Aye, I always Hansford. remember it uh, being on offer in like Willerspoons. Like <laughs> there'd be a little pyramid of the tins behind the counter. Yeah. Like, oh, that seems to be about fifty pence cheaper than Budweiser. Hmm. <laughs> Do the maths on that one, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, cans of the stuff always seem to me that you know to be extortionately priced in bars and kind of uh, you know semi-legal smoky after parties in you know some basement somewhere. So uh, it always reminds me of that. You know, good times, but uh, it's okay. Very refreshing, not particularly um, distinctive, but a nice crisp beer definitely sessionable beer perfect with with dinner or mdma take your pick either one um and yeah man last night managed to track down a four pack of Bellhaven best it's uh one my dad got me on and he always imports a few back into england when he's up in scotland along with 
you asylum seekers, of course. Uh, it's pretty much the Scottish equivalent of John Smith's, and it, it just pips it to the post for me in terms of uh, a really solid canned draft bitter. I think there's yeah. more flavoursome ones out there, but nothing beats it in terms of its balance of smoothness and refreshment. Uh, another, uh, you know, real kind of session beer for me. Um, mm. Lovely stuff. Um, but that, that my friend, was, uh, was my week in beer. Um, how are you getting on with the, uh, with the Cobra? Yeah, it's, it's, I'm getting there slowly, but I have uh, emptied the full contents of the bottle into this uh, Trooper pint tumbler, but it's, it's not a chore, but it's, it looks, mine's look surprisingly flat. Yeah, but that's there very, is, that's there very There's definitely odd. some bubbles, but that's clear, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it looks surprisingly flat. Um, I mean, it doesn't. I'm not sure if this just adds to the smoothness because it definitely is. Yeah. Like, I think once I added what? it, it was a bit. Yeah, once I once I opened it, it was a bit fizzy, but now it's kind of relaxed a little bit or something. It's just yeah. not particularly. I mean, I suppose in terms of it being a a blend between a kind of a lager and a and, and, and an ale, I suppose it kind of makes sense. The um, the actual like texture of it, you know. Yeah. Um, not harsh. It's an interesting one. Stu, I think we're either getting old or the beers are getting bigger uh, <laughs> because we're going to have to move on to, <laughs> to yes. the next one before we've uh, before we finished again. But no worries, we'll manage next week. We will we will manage uh, again. Uh, really looking forward to this one. Um, mm. This is Hatherwood's Purple Panther Porter. Um, this is one I've had before, I think last year. Uh, I'm looking forward to revisiting it. So uh, yeah, this is number five on the uh, the Hatherwood Hatherwood Craft Beer Company's. Uh, there you go, proof of the number five. You can't see that, but I could see that, and I needed proof that it was number Maybe five. Maybe if they visit our Instagram, they'll it. see that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. This is number five on their uh, on their range on their craft beer range. Mm-hmm. Bottle is off. Are you, are you pouring over there, are you? Yeah, I'm ready. He's getting ready for the I pour. I don't want to overtake. Sounds like. I'm just going to swig it again. You go for it, dude. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's get an idea of the colour. Yeah, nice. Very kind of dark. Uh, almost like a brownish brownish hue to it. Um, that's a nice head on that there, buddy. I, Good effort. Thanks for pointing that out. That's... <laughs> oh... Cheers, man. Cheers. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, it's still it's 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 still solid. It's not particularly sweet enough for me to really class it as a porter, but it's really yeah. nice nonetheless. Uh, it's got a very interesting kind of like almost like smoky taste to it. You get yeah, that? Like yeah. A- I get that smoky taste. I was kind of hoping for a little bit more sweetness, but mm. if I remember, I think that's exactly what I felt last time I had it. That it was just missing that little bit of bit of sweetness to it. Mm-hmm. But um, so yeah, not um, well, unfortunately, not a lot really in terms of backstory for this one. The Hatherwood range was launched by Lidl, from what I can gather, in 2015, and surprisingly, is actually brewed by Witchwood. 
So for those unfamiliar ah. with the name, the brewery behind Hobgoblin, um, and I think me and she have spent the, the, the past year of our lives mixing the two up, and lo and behold, they're both connected. Crazy. Um, so as we were saying, yeah, this is one in a family of different beers, each numbered. You've got the Golden Goose, Golden Ale, Green Gecko IPA, Amber Adda, Amber Ale, the Ruby <laughs> Rooster, Ruby Ale, and this bad boy. Um, so I had the... Ruby Ale. Um, I think about the same time as I had the Porter Last, which was a very solid almost cross between an English bitter and a, and a brown ale, if I remember. Really, really interesting beer. Not got to any of the others just yet, but Stu, you, you know, you've tried quite a bit of Little's more craft beer stuff, right? I don't know, yes. I don't know whether in terms of this range, but I know you've tried some of the more crafty mm. stuff. Yeah, I there's some of the newer stuff where it, again it comes across i think under the the hallerwood uh, craft beer company label but the one i had was I think called upstate mm. upstate ipa and that was a, a brew sort of in, in partnership with a uh, stuart brewing and uh, that was actually a really decent pale ale i quite enjoyed that there's they've got another two or three um sort of like state side sort of funky titled brews. Uh, so I look forward to trying those. Yeah. But I I'm I'm perplexed by this. <laughs> what's uh, your uh what's 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 your thoughts on it at the moment? It's not good. <laughs> I'm just drinking <laughs> like just burnt water. <laughs> yeah, I can, I, can, I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. It's a bit yeah. interesting. It, it's almost got like um, like a hollow kind of taste. I know with most of you, I mean, this is a porter, but obviously porter and your stout are kind of very closely linked. Whereas your stout's got a bit more kind of that 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 roast kind of flavour that that lingers. This kind of yeah. tends to disappear a little bit once you've swallowed it. It's kind of just gone in terms of the taste. Yeah, well, that's it. I mean going to drink it from a tumble here i get to like this point where like the glass touches my bottom lip and i get the smell like i don't want to drink that <laughs> yeah I'll it's have... uh yeah it's not it's not one of the best porters that i've tried probably a bit too much kind of coffee kind of bitterness well, that's i mean um, on the back of the bottle it, without see. much sweetness yeah the, the purple panther porter is dark correct silky Nah. And deeply delicious. Nah. <laughs> uh, <Why this> is... <laughs> full-bodied and muscular blend has a coffee roast bitterness at its core. Maybe. Sounds like my ex-wife. Sp- speciality uh, sugar adds. Sure, where? Where's the sugar? <laughs> I could actually do adding two sugar to this. Distinct <laughs> toffee flavour. No, it hasn't. There's uh, this sleek and smoky malted porter. Those last three words are correct. Smoky malted porter. That's what I'm tasting. <laughs> like, it is smoky, and it's it's. Nah, nope. It's. Uh, I think it's. It's well. You know, in terms of tonight's pairings, it's. Uh, it's a lot more complex than I think the uh, the yes. cobra. So maybe it wins just in that category. But yeah, no. Um, 
No uh, real kind of big hitters for me in terms of uh, the beers tonight. But hey, yo, no worries. I'm sure we can manage to uh, to consume them for the end of the show. Uh, it's time again this evening to dive into the snake pit. Liver first. It's listeners' questions. <laughs> so first up, we have Hitman underscore steve hitman sorry hitman underscore steve underscore 2000 who says when can i buy a beer in an actual pub question mark question mark question mark question mark cheers uh, tom that, that that was right on paper you said exactly yeah. what he wrote but yeah. i think with the explanation marks oh. it really kind of like once emphasized like when can i buy a beer in a pub oh that when? was better that was better I like yours a bit better. This needs a bit more emotion, doesn't it? That's that's what. That I think I just said "dis" in it for some we're, reason. We're just like pulling Snoop Dogg. all this this information from Instagram, <laughs> and yeah, sometimes you can't tell the tone from a text, but just the desperation. This is like a <laughs> there's there's desperation like, there. I can yeah. The United Kingdom's been in and out of lockdown lockdown limbo for like a year now. Yeah, it's been a bit it's, up and down. But just... look, Steve Hitman, whichever is your birth name. Look, we're a podcast, and though it may sound like it, we don't record at the House of Commons. We have no insider information on when this is going to be a possibility. And I, and I think hiding behind the wall of crying laughter and beer emojis is a man who's struggling. And I just want you to know we're all struggling. I haven't showered in at least two hours to cut down the bills. I've had to stop sleeping with every single light in my house on. I've had to reuse cutlery and crockery when I'm used to buying a new set after each meal. We're all Steve, struggling. Steve, you want to know when you can buy a beer? June. Steve, I, think, I think it's June. Yeah. I really appreciate the question. Thank you. Thanks for supporting the show. We love I, you. In a so, completely kind of asexual manner. Thanks, dude. So let's put a pen in Tom. If it's up in Scotland, I think maybe twenty sixth of April. I think yeah, we can uh, we can drink outside. I think next month, or we can get back to the beer gardens next month. Yeah, aye, uh, back to the gardens next yeah, month. Hopefully, the weather then will uh, match May, it. I think up here there's the little different road map out of the the fucking pandemic. Mm. Um, but yeah, seventeenth of May, I think we're allowed back into pubs. It's gonna be uh, chaos, I think. Uh, to be honest, man, and I'm and I'm looking forward to it. Um, so yeah, thank you for your question, Hitman just, Steve. Right, 2000. Hold on, hold on a wee we bit longer, Hitman. Uh, just hold out, dude. We're nearly there, man. You've got the log logs to uh, to keep you going until then. So don't worry. Um, so our second question of the night, uh, I think it's Alice Key or Al Allies underscore Key. Uh, asks, all right then, how would you spend £10 on at a supermarket to stock up on beers for an ideal night in? Qua- Qua? You don't say Qua? that one, do you? You don't, Qua? Say, Qua? you don't say the symbol at the end, do you? Okay, yeah. Was Question that better? Mark? Was that better? Yeah, so you just need to do that <laughs> sentence, but finish it on a high note. <laughs> what, like ideal night in? How would you spend a tenner in a shop? <laughs> <laughs> You've been practicing this, Stu. What? I mean, what's your thoughts on on the matter? Um, if I was given a tenner to spend in a shop on beer related goodness for a good night in, um, I've done the maths. I've counted the Do pennies, I mean? and 
after our last week's episode, I would take my crisp £10 note into my local Asda's. Definitely not crisp. Bloodstained. Definitely. It's plastic, so it wipes off now. <laughs> Leaves a hell of a paper cup. Um, I would pick up a Hop House Lager uh, four pack for £4.25. To the penny. What a so lad. A nice little four bottles of nice crisp lager. And maybe if I wanted to get a little bit more distinct afterwards, follow that with an Ennison Gun uh, Scotch Ale. Yes. £1.50. Throw in the Asda's medium thin and crispy stone baked cheese meltdown pizza. <laughs> £3. Oh, you're incorporating the food as well. Amazing. Yes. I'm liking your style, buddy. Then, if I still have a thirst, if I'm still awake and I'm not lying <laughs> face down on the couch with melted cheese on my face, <laughs> I'll chase it because I've only got a pound twenty-five left. So I just have to go for the Asda's own brand, uh, American IPA. Ooh. So you're going to um, dive into their own mm-hmm. uh, craft beer selection. Incredible. Yes. I think so, that's pretty good. You got, that's bang for your buck, definitely. Ah, that's, that's, that's amazing. Six beers and a pizza. And to be honest, that's as really you can tell by the Lager Logs, I only need two beers. So that's like fucking three episodes of a podcast and a pizza. Clearly the oh. lightweight member of our staff. Uh... <laughs> All right, Angela, that's enough. <laughs> that's, uh, I think that's a very impressive value for money uh, shopping list. You got yourself there, Stu. Obviously for me, the Radio Times is my first purchase. How else will I know? what top 10 worst of all time countdown program is on channel five that night. So I think, I think that's nine fifty these days with inflation. So that leaves me 50 P. So probably like a sherbet dib dab. Yeah. Oh, sorry. My nose was covering the last half of that question. Um, for a quiet night in on the weekend, <laughs> I'll probably purchase uh, a four pack of a favorite bitter or stout usually for around a fiver. Uh, I do like, Shout out Morrison's four for six pound deal on their bottles of ale. Uh, that's helped me uh, discover a lot of uh, different um, unique brewskis, uh, which has been good, uh, which has been awesome. If you want like a uh, a selection of beers, or ten pounds a lot of the time can get you just ten tins. So if you're having a particularly heavy one, maybe you're getting together with a handsome Scott or a, a prickly Swede on Skype for a few hours. You know, 10 cans will just <laughs> about stretch. Uh, but yeah, obviously we can see where our minds are. I'm just, you know, concentrated on getting as much booze as possible where you're trying to kind of, you know, mix it up a little bit, a few pizzas, you know, thinking about your health. Uh, I like it. Really like it. So, uh, yeah, thank you for your question, Alice. We appreciate that. I hope we've answered it uh, to your satisfaction. Um, Stu, what do you think about this then? No good. Not enjoying it. Straight down the sink, yeah? Yes, that is. Okay. <clears throat> Promptly <laughs> getting launched after this episode. I will just stick with Cobra. Yeah. My not great. Grace. Yeah, not great. Drinkable. Because what's it in comparison? I mean, our last fucking tango with a porter was the the guinness west indies porter which is you know a head and shoulders above this one yes definitely because that does take the boxes on from what i can remember a silky smooth dark sweet 
Mm. Better drink. Yeah, really good, dude. Really good. I mean, and I think if we were going to recommend a porter, I would, uh, I would go with that one. My other favorite porter, which I haven't been able to find um, in the shops, is uh, Titanic. Right. Which is one that I kind of always, if it's on draft, I'll always kind of jump on that because that's a really nice uh, porter, which does kind of have that 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 balance that you kind of want. Really, it's a bit smoky, it's a bit roasty, uh, mm-hmm. but it's also got that that sweetness to it. So I would recommend that uh, maybe rather than this one. But for one pound, you know, nine pence, it's a bargain, mm-hmm. right? Right. Another one in the can or bottle. Uh, let's put us out of our misery and and <laughs> sign off now before we uh before we go. Uh, of course it's time for the Wheel of Fortune. Ooh. Still haven't decided on a good that, name for that because that's copyrighted. I'm going to say I'm certain we may be infringing on it, some sort of copyright with that. Um, yeah. but yes, she was going to Wheel of Names. <laughs> she was going to whiz that up for. For us now, so I can kind of see what we're doing Let's. as well. Here we go. Wow, don't you just love technology? Yeah, all right. So, look at me. What are you hoping for, Tom? Um, I would love uh, Scotch Ale would be would be very nice, um, but I think a barley wine would be funnier. Uh, Belgian ale would be interesting because we haven't had one on the show before, mm-hmm. but there's so many good selections. Oh, mild as well. Yeah. That's another favorite of mine that we, now, we haven't covered on the show yet. Yeah. I'm just You're reading things now. So spin, spin, spin. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Here we Woo! go. It's going. It's... Where's it going to start? Oh, we got... we got a fruit beer. Wow. Very interesting. Wow. That's gonna now, be uh, that's gonna be a very interesting selection for uh, for next week. We have I've, a winner. I've never seen a. Fr- I've only seen a fruit beer once, I believe, on shelves, and mm. that was a Copperberg fruit beer. Ah, yeah, don't, yeah, they did the well, uh, uh, company that produces ciders, but they did yeah. do their own kind of. I think it was a was it lime or was it strawberry lime? Beer, if I remember, we'll track. We might track that one down. That sounds pretty interesting. Yeah, I'm sure there's uh, there's still there's bottles on eBay for uh, extortionate prices. So we'll we'll check that out. Is cream egg on that list? I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well we spin the wheel uh, one more time. Oh, one so more time. Beer and yeah, and oh, anticipation. It. Oh, and a bitter. Woo! Yes. Beautiful and a better, fantastic. That is a that's a very very interesting combo. Looking really looking forward to that, bud. Um, the wheel just it just keeps on delivering, keeping us on our on our toes a little bit. So thank you, uh, wheel, all knowing, all powerful <laughs> yes. wheel. Um, and thanks for um, thanks again, well everyone for for tuning in. Uh, the listeners join us on our social media at the Logs for all things socially and media e it's an awfully long way until next week's episode and it's completely understandable you need a midweek logologs fix just to level out a little so hit us up there for all your spoon and needle needs and most likely pictures of beer it's a wrap hopefully hoisin duck i like those ones Bon voyage, booze hounds. Say goodbye, Stu. 
device, Jew. You have to put an editing point right there for you, man. For some reason, speakers on my TV have come on, and I don't know why. <laughs> There's a ghost in my house. Ugh. There's a ghost in my house that likes Fleetwood Mac. Whoops. Um, <laughs> okay. Should I uh, do a little bit of silence again? Yeah, we should be all right. Should be right, man. I'll, I'll listen through to the whole thing anyway, so I'll just be able to just cut this part. Okay, dude. No worries. <laughs>